Greetings, teachers and parents. This is Kim with Heart School. Here in season two, I have recorded a plethora of podcasts to help children learn about mindfulness. We add tools to their toolbox to increase confidence, increase self-regulating skills, while decreasing toxic stress and bullying types of behaviors. All you need to do is adjust the lighting, make sure children are settled comfortably, and hit play. I'll guide them through a little bit of breath work, a short guided meditation, and we end with some food for thought. If you would like for me to come into your school community, your place of work, or if you'd like for me to handcraft a podcast or an episode for you, just email me at kim at heart-school.org and I would love to talk more with you about that. Interested in enrolling in our mindful instructor course? Go to heart-school.org and there's more information there. Now on to a very brief sponsorship by Anchor. Greetings, everyone. I hope this finds you well and safe and healthy. Wanted to have a conversation with both parents and teachers about our shelter-in-place protocol. Um, For many of us, life looks really different. And I just wanted to share some basic tips as an educator and as a homeschool parent and just clearly kind of define some frameworks for you just to help make this stretch a little more manageable and to take away some of the overwhelming kind of gray areas I think that a lot of people are experiencing right now. So here in Colorado, I think most of our schools have announced that school will not be resuming for the rest of the school year. And I think that that's the tread here growing, at least here in the States. And I know I have listeners from around the world. So really interesting to kind of see what what everyone has on their plate. One of the a meme that's come up in social media that I think is really important for us to understand is that we aren't necessarily in the same boat, but we are in the same storm. And, you know, this being a global issue, we all have this common thread of having this kind of fear up in the wings um, and a lot of unknown pieces. But it really becomes a lot more complicated when you are home all day serving as the main con- contact. If you have a child, especially with special needs or that struggles with their behaviors or, you know, mental health issues, you know, this really puts a lot on parents' shoulders and just wanted to extend here just some thoughts around that and some tools for support and just, you know, know that there are so many resources out there for you Um, and I am just one, but certainly reach out if you feel like you need a little extra help. So the first thing that I think is important that we talk about is really how crisis schooling is different from homeschooling. You know, I'm a homeschool parent and this is a choice that I made for my child and for the circumstances in our family. You know, most people that are experiencing quote unquote homeschool right now didn't choose it. It was put upon them. And if you are one of these parents, first need to give yourself some grace. 
Most likely you did not go to school to be an educator. And even if you did, you know, chances are you are teaching and supporting your children maybe outside of that age group that you went to school for, right? So you may have gone to school to teach little ones, but you know, you may have a high schooler um, or even a college student at home with you. So giving yourself grace is really important during this time. And if you can shift the thought of being actually like a homeschool parent to just, you're a learning coach, you're here to facilitate the process. And chances are, if your child is in public or maybe even private schools, you do already have some resources that your school and your teachers are providing for you. So your role is just to get those frameworks in place, um, and it's my opinion, to just facilitate as that learning coach. Make sure that your child has a quiet place to learn. Make sure there's a process in place if they get stuck and need your help because most likely you're working as well. So it's just that's one key piece is that you are a learning coach. You are not uh, necessarily a homeschool parent or teacher. One thing that really helps clarify each morning that I really recommend is just a quick morning meeting. You can have this with your family over breakfast, call everybody together just to talk about the day ahead, talk about, you know, what we need to accomplish, you know, what the what your kiddos feel like they need to accomplish. Really try to create this as a co-creative experience. Your children, I guarantee you, have a lot of great ideas and, you know, why not release some of that control to them? But to decide maybe where it is that they work and what their schedule looks like. A morning meeting can just be a place to hammer out any of those little things that you need to talk about for your day and what our goals are. Uh, checklists are also really nice. Um, of course, if your children are older, have them make their own checklist, but it's really just a framework for them to make sure that they are on schedule somewhat. You know, if they want to allot a certain amount of time for certain tasks and, you know, scheduling in some little breaks because when you are working and learning from home, those spaces are not clearly defined, right? We are kind of putting together our safe home environment with our learning and workspaces. And it's important that we have structures in place. So one way to do that is by a simple checklist. And if you have a little one, maybe it's just a little visual schedule with some pictures so they understand, you know, what it is that is expected of them throughout the day. Because a lot of times frustration hits when we just don't know what we are supposed to be doing. And that helps clarify that. Having a place to kind of tuck things away at the end of the day as we're talking about schedules is another thing I really recommend that you do. Just like kids would, you know, leave at the ring at the bell at the end of the day, or you would close your office door and come home at the end of the day, clearly defining those workspaces so that at the end of the day, um, you can pack up school, pack up work and tuck it away so that you can visually and energetically kind of separate yourself from your work. I've been working from home for a really long time. And that's one of the things that I've struggled with. And a lot of my colleagues that also work from home, you know, having that separation because we need to remember that there is a whole world outside of our work and that, you know, wonderful things are waiting for us. And so being able to pack everything up in a bin and tuck it away or put it on a shelf or close the office or, you know, homeschool door really helps us make that separation.
And if you have, you know, kiddos that have a lot of questions for you and you're trying to work, one thing that they can do, um, if, and this goes for many ages, is just have like a sticky note question corner, have them write a question down, um, and then you can address it when you're able to. I think one of the most challenging things we have right now is, you know, being able to do our own work and then also support our children. So, you know, if you are in that boat of working from home and acting as that learning coach for your children, just, you know, bring that up at a breakfast morning meeting. Hey guys, you know, if you have a question for me, let's give this a try and see if this works so that you get your question answered, but I can also complete the tasks that I need to do throughout the day. So that's another really nice way to make that happen. Um, so one other thought that I have about homeschooling, you know, I'm envisioning parents that have children with all different age groups. You know, if you have, you know, little ones in, you know, primary school all the way up to, um, you know, high school, that's such a challenge. There are going, you know, older kids can definitely be there to help younger kids if their schedule allows. I think that peering is really important and also just helps um, you as a parent kind of manage everything. So that's kind of one initial thought that I have, um, especially, you know, depending on the, the personality and, you know, the needs of your older kids and your younger kids both. That's one possible solution. And the other one is looking at more project-based learning. So bringing everybody together and saying, you know, hey guys, what would you like to learn about? Let's work on something together as a team. And we are going to look at different developmental abilities of everybody and interest levels and come up with a general plan. So we're all working on a common goal. Um, maybe you want to study some really cool history of your area tied to, you know, Native Americans or pioneers or, you know, animals in the environment, something like that, just a thought. Um, you know, you have different tasks that everybody could complete to contribute to that greater project, which really could be fun. Um, you could have, you know, someone do some research, someone help with some of the art uh, projects, someone maybe research and do some statistics and some, you know, graphs. You know, there's all kinds of things that could go into a project-based learning approach. But the beautiful thing is that there would be a voice and room for everyone's talents in something like that. So just another idea, if you have kiddos with all different ranges of ages, it might really be fun to come together for a family project. And then of course, never underestimate the value of life skills. So how to put together, you know, um, some meals and shop for those meals and stay on budget, how to follow a recipe, how to, you know, organize things within, within the house, how to, you know, balance a budget. So I also invite you uh, while you are going about to the day-to-day things that you need to do of just managing a home and a family, bring in your kids if it seems appropriate with that conversation, because this is a really great opportunity for us to share with them those basic life skills that I think sometimes get forgotten somehow in our learning environments, they do. Um, so this is also an opportunity for that. And it, it just kind of gives you some grace and you're just able to kind of bring your kiddos side by side and watch and shad- they can shadow you while you are, you know, paying bills for example, or managing an online account um, while you are selecting groceries to be delivered, you know, following a recipe like I had stated before, um, all the 
planning that goes involved with that. So um, I hope this finds you well. Don't forget to, if you'd like to go back and just listen to some meditations, we have so many that we can offer here at Heart School for you. If you just go back through our channel and just pick some that might feel compelling, but don't forget to really stay mindful during this time. It's very easy for us to kind of lose our patience, become frustrated, feel like we're on an island. Um, But you know, that's where you need to reach out. If you do feel that way, get some help. Um, So it's going to be best for everybody under your roof. If you are feeling really rested and mentally well and physically well. So all my very best to you. Have a beautiful day and please reach out if you have any questions. You can email me at kim at heart-school.org and I will get back to you just as soon as I can. Bye-bye.